0: The Brexit vote is taking place in Britain. Uh, what's the atmosphere like in that country? We're going to uh, talk to David Vitteset. He is a terrorism expert and author of the Thesis Paradox. He is with us now. Good afternoon, David. How are you today?
1: I'm good, thank you. Well, I'm a bit wet here. But, um, it's been pouring rain for virtually 24 hours. Um, so yeah, we're good. How are you?
0: Uh, I'm great, and thank you for taking the time to join us. Do you think the rain reflects the mood that's going on in the U.K. today?
1: Uh, I think very much so. Um, I think the, um, the the U.K. public voted to uh, join the uh, common market, as it was known back in 1975. And uh, my, I know my parents both voted to, um, to join the common market. But uh, over the last 40 years, I think it's changed considerably. And, uh, and I think that we've now got a very divided uh, set of parties who who say, you know, one party saying we should leave and another group saying we should stay. Uh, But yeah, I think think the weather is um, is, is, is displaying what's going on here. Uh,
0: What is the mood right now? I mean, it must be an incredibly, uh, it must be an incredibly tense day over there.
1: Uh, Yeah, it's it's very strange. Um, Traditionally, um, politics here is is, uh, we have a a two-party system. So we have the Conservative Party and the Labour Party. And, um, and and you know they, they both have sort of sets of values and ideas and and you can pretty much guess what what they're thinking. Um, but since we've had this this EU referendum, so some of the Conservative Party have joined forces with some of the Labour Party and vice versa, and we we sort of have They're it, very mixed, uh, and it is it's a very very strange situation to watch when you're when you're used to watching party politics. Uh, it's really very very odd.
0: Uh, you were talking about how uh, your, your parents joined 1975, were behind the union. How has this changed since then? You said a lot has changed over the years. What's changed?
1: Yeah, yeah well, I think uh, well, when when we joined or when the U.K. joined the common market, it was literally called that, the common market. But gradually over time, it's uh, become what's known as the European Union. Uh, they've had a, a sort of common policies. um where they have common fiscal policies and, uh, and in free movements for, for everybody, including business throughout the, throughout the union. The union has, has enlarged uh, greatly in, in 40 years, and we've got states which have now joined. And, and it's what, what you know, we're known here as a super state, really, is 500 million people. Uh, and, uh, and obviously, as, as the union has grown, um, they've become closer and closer, and, and now a lot of the, um, uh, the rules, policies, laws, procedures, you know, they're, they're all agreed uh, and commonly uh, in Brussels. Uh, and and the sort of UK Parliament, or you know, the argument is the UK Parliament has less and less sovereignty and less and less say over uh, what actually goes on here. I think that's, that's what's changed. So it's gone from being a common market into uh, an, almost an undemocratic superstate if you listen to some commentators.
0: David, which side of this issue do you stand on personally, may I ask? Well, oh, that's a big question, I'm
1: allowed to say. I, I personally, I voted this morning, 7 o'clock, I was, I was there. I, I voted to leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason I voted to leave is because I feel um, that it is undemocratic uh, and, and I feel that uh, there's the Schengen agreement which allows uh, free movement for uh, 500 million people from one place to another. Um, without any any form of border control. Um, I think we, as a a small island, we suffer. um, There's been a huge amount of um, of immigration into this country or via uh, the European Union. Uh, And and the the, the country, country, I think, is struggling to cope with... You know, it's partly the government's fault. The government hasn't uh, invested in infrastructure, housing, schools, hospitals, or any of those things in order to support... The immigration that's coming. I've got nothing against anybody coming to live in my country, but um, we we need to we need that investment in order to make it work, and, and that's not working for us. So that's why I vote to leave. Uh,
0: was there a compromise long before getting to this point? Uh, how does it get to this stage?
1: Well, I think that's that's part of the problem. That's part of the reason that, uh, that we've ended up with a referendum. Is, is that, that there's... This has been a, a gradual, slow process um, where suddenly uh, we, we, we as a country, we sort of look back and say, this is not what we signed up for. This is not what we said we wanted to be part of in 1975. And, um, and then gradually there have been various different treaties over time, you know, the last 20 years uh, mostly as well, um, where various governments, you know, Labour and Conservative governments have ceded power and ceded uh, to... The, the the rule of Brussels, um, which is where the European uh, Union is based, right, where their are, um, and, it, and it's a, you know it's hugely bureaucratic. Um, but I, I think they, a lot of the public here feel um, that they they've had very little say in how those changes and how they take place. Um, and, and looking forward, when we when we enlarge the, the European Union anymore, which will about the, the accession of, um, uh, of Turkey into the EU and various other countries is that um, it, it, becomes a, it becomes a bit of a monster. Um, and I think, you know, uh, as, as an individual, it, it becomes increasingly difficult to have any say about what goes on in, in, you know, in the Union. Uh, and when we look at uh, places like Greece um, and the problems that, um, that they ha- they're they having there, you know, being locked into this, this great big super state is very, very difficult in, in terms of trying to, Try to solve your own problems as a, as a small nation. You know, when you when you having to deal with with lots of other people, and lots of other decision makers.
0: So, in your feeling, the EU has just become too large to be managed.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's the case. I and mean, I, 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 you know, I want to be, um, and I know most most of the people in, in the out camp as well. I think we want to be good neighbours uh, of, of the European Union, and we want to work with them. But I don't think. Um, it it's just become too large. And I think when, when, when you're talking about ever closer union, ever closer fiscal policy, um, and, um, and l- becoming larger and larger, you know, there's even talk of, of some, some places in Africa at some stage becoming part of the union. And I, don't, I just don't think that's, that's not what the market is supposed to do. Um, it's supposed to be a trading block um, and it turned into something different. And I think a lot of the public are saying, enough's enough. You know, if, if we're going to do these things, then we need, we need to have a, have a vote on it. And, and if, if, if by the end of today, you know, the, the, the agreement is that we stay, then we stay and we have to work with it.
0: What do you think life will be like tomorrow?
1: Uh, well, will it be very different today? I hope the rain stops. But I don't know. I, I, I think we've got to look uh, north to Scotland, and, and they had a referendum about staying. Part of the UK uh, just last year or the year before, mm-hmm. and, um, and and they were very divided, much like much like the the we are at the moment. Uh, we have about, about half half and half people, half of us saying we should leave and half saying we should remain. And and, and there are pros and cons on, on both sides. Um, you know, it's it, it, um, Scotland, Scotland suffered exactly that, and uh, and, and they, they some to some point they remained very divided still. Uh, but I'm hoping that, um, that that we we don't we don't suffer that and, and tomorrow, you know, it's all over and done with and that's going to be it for another forty years, um, and we, we move forward and I think that's what it's all about. Um, we had a, a nasty incident here uh, last week. There was a, a, an MP yeah. uh, was shot dead in in the street and um, and that sort of uh, polarised the views even more of, of the public. You know, the, the, the chap. To the man who was, uh, who's been arrested for that murder, he's alleged to have connections to uh, far right party. Uh, and, you know, he, he says, or he, well, people believe that he's carried that out uh, as part of um, uh, immigration policies that this country has and, and things like that. So I, I think that's that's affected the mood a lot, and, and there's, there's lots of name calling going on. Uh, there's lots of Different views, and, and the Remain party are calling the leaders um, racist and all all of that sort of stuff. But I'm hoping tomorrow that, um, that once you know, once, once the vote is known, and once, once we, we we've all decided that you know it's a democracy, and, and we all get on with it, and, and try, try and move forward as a country.
0: Do you think the death of uh, Joe Cox will affect the outcome, or has affected the outcome?
1: Uh, it, it's very possible it could affect the outcome. Yes, uh, I, I think uh, I, you know, the, the, there's been a roughly uh, sort of 40% of people have already decided um, that they're going to stay. Another 40% have decided that they're, they're going to leave. Um, and then we have the, these what we call swing voters, about 10% of people who are undecided. And I, I think the, um, the, the mood with, with the people who are undecided, the, the 10%, I think that, that her death will, will very much influence their decision-making um, perhaps say, well, you know, I, I, don't, I don't want to be out of the European Union if we're going to have these the, the far-right idiots uh, running around and killing people and, and trying to trying to do our democracy damage. Mm. So I think it, it could well have an effect, yes.
0: Lots have weighed in around the world, David, on, on what your country should do. Uh, what are your thoughts about hearing all the feedback from all over? Sorry, try that again. Uh, lots of countries uh, from around the world have commented and offered their advice. Uh, normally, uh, other leaders don't, uh, of course, uh, weigh in on others' politics, but this seems to have uh, crossed that line and others have commented. How is that playing in your country?
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, we had we had we Obama here a month or so ago, and he was passing an opinion. Um, and, it, and it, you know, I, I think it happens. You know, I've obviously got an opinion about, um, about what goes on in the US um, and and other countries and how that, how that might affect uh, us as a country and me as an individual. You know, obviously you've got the, the presidential election coming up in the US with uh, Clinton and Trump, uh, and, and obviously we've got opinions over here about which one of those is, is going to be best for us as a country. So I, I think, I think it's, it's, it's natural. It's going to happen um that is odd uh, but this is a, this is an odd election it's, it's, it's an odd set of situations and it's uh, and it's extremely weird for us and i say it hasn't happened for 40 years and it probably won't happen for another 40 years ago
0: hmm. uh, david whether the decision goes one way or the other what will the the european union or the uk learn from this exercise what do you think they will learn either way no matter what the decision
1: uh, well i, I think uh, the, the uk i think is, is we will we'll learn that um, that referendums instead of um you know when, when we this referendum was proposed it was proposed you know to sort of uh, draw people close together and make make us seem more democratic um and i, and I think it's had the opposite effect um it the, the effect the effect being that, uh, that uh, you know we, we we've got in fighting, we've got people that, that, that are now arguing with each other and arguably we've got people being uh, violent all other in the street so I think uh, the lessons that might be learned from this is, is do referendums really work when you've got uh, roughly half and half bit about what what goes on
0: do you think uh, that tomorrow do you think tomorrow on on Friday that uh, the UK will be celebrating what do you think the mood uh, will be
1: I don't think we'll be celebrating. I think that, that uh, some of us will be disappointed, and some of us will be will be happy. But well, whatever the decision is, um, it, it, it's going to have it's going to have a huge impact on on what happens. Um, it, it, even if we start, uh, I'm not sure the EU can survive uh, what's what currently going on. You know, you've got various other who are part of the EU who are now saying, "Well, we want a referendum on whether we should stay." Um, um, I think, I think that, that that's, you know, our referendum is going to have a, have a big impact on, on, what goes on there.
0: Do you want to make a prediction for, uh, the outcome?
1: I think we'll stay, personally. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I think it's, it's going to be, uh, close. I think, that's uh, sort of 52, 53% of people are going to vote to remain, uh, and the rest will, 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 uh, vote to leave, um. You know, will things change very much from, from what we see today? Probably not. Uh, we'll we just carry on pretty much as we are. And then, you know, in perhaps 10 years' time, there'll be discussion on, on whether the they vote was was the correct thing to do. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, my prediction is it yeah, will probably remain. Uh,
0: would that disappoint you if they vote that way?
1: Sorry, you say again?
0: Will that disappoint you if they vote to stay?
1: Um, I I don't think it disappoint me. I... It, it, it's um why why do I want to leave so much? Uh, I I guess I guess I'm voting for future generations. Uh, I'm voting for what what the EU might look like in 10, 20 years time, as opposed to what it is now. I'm voting for my children uh, and what what I think is is best their best interest. You know this is a long term vote. It's not like a uh, it's not like a vote that we have every five years here in a general election to decide which party is going to run the country for five years you know if we get it wrong uh we, in five years time we can change them and kick them out and call them all corruption and say you know we want somebody else but the the, the eu and this is very really, really different to that uh, this, this is about the future and it's about our future generations that what what the my, what the world will look like when, when my children grow up in 10 20 years time so i, I don't think i'll be particularly disappointed because it's not going to change too much from here but um I think the aspirations from our children, uh, that's what I'm voting for, and I'll be disappointed for them. Uh,
0: One more question, David. Uh, If, in fact, uh, everyone does vote to stay, will politicians be more apt to listen to the side that wanted to leave and learn something from that?
1: Yeah, uh, you know, I I, I think the the country's got got to get on with it, and we've got to learn to to live live within within the EU and and live within the policies that they have. Um, And, you know, instead instead of fighting, I think we've got to become a bigger part of it if if that's what we vote to do.
0: David Vinnisett has been with us, terrorism expert, author of The Thesis Paradox. David, thank you very much for the time and insight. Good luck.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much.